0: This week, we hear Jesus talk a lot about reward, a prophet's reward, the reward of the righteous, who loses or gains their reward. The word reward occurs 26 times in the New Testament, overwhelmingly concentrated in Matthew. So at this point in the gospel, Matthew has already defined reward as something intangible, and nearly inconceivable. But what exactly is this reward? I believe we are meant to think that these rewards are referring to actually one reward, which is to obtain eternal life with Christ. Eternal life is the wages of living a righteous life. St. Paul expands on this theology in his letter to the Romans, and I think it offers a good contrast for us. The wages or the payment or result of sin is death, he says. And so the wages of righteousness is eternal life. He goes on to describe how sin is no longer the master we serve because of Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Sin takes and takes and takes. Sin exploits us until we are empty. It uses the goodness of our creation as a means for evil. Sin sees us as commodities and instruments for profit. Sin would rather starve us of connection and relationship in order to keep its power. But Paul says that because Christ died for us and we have been baptized into Christ's life and death, we are no longer under sin's thumb. We are free. With God as our master, instead of sin, we are free and our reward is eternal life, perfect freedom. We are no longer bound by sin. We no longer have to do what sin demands. There is another way, another choice. And this choice, to live in Christ, sets us free. This week we lift up freedom as a virtue of living in the United States of America, the land of the free. Freedom in the United States is something that has been earned and certainly something to be cherished. It was hard won, predicated on the sacrifices and lives of so many of our own. We are free to do things. We are free to worship how and if we want. We are free to speak our minds, to challenge injustice, to elect our leaders, to live without authoritarian oppression. We are free for all those things. And yet, it's sometimes... It takes a little while for freedom to touch each and every person equally, right? Both of our readings emphasized this distinction today. Freedom is real and good, but it is not perfect freedom. For it is not always the state of being for many Americans. And I say this not just to reference our relationship as a country with literal bondage, chattel slavery on this soil, the chains of Jim Crow and segregation, or even the fact that the United States has the highest incarceration rate in the world, or that many live under the oppressive demands of poverty, or even that suicide is the leading cause of death for American children ages 10 to 14. It's actually much more than that, if you can fathom, because each of us, we've all been trapped We have all been bound up in something we wish we weren't bound up in. Mental illness, addiction, grief, pain, exhaustion, jealousy, resentment, fear, anger, and shame. Those are the bonds that many of us have had to bear at some time in our lives, There have been times when we would give anything for a cup of cold water. Perhaps you're here in this place today because you are longing to be offered some relief, some release, some surrender. Welcome. You belong here. Everything that you carry, that you have to drag around wherever you go, it all belongs. Sit and rest. It is a reward that you do not have to earn. The love of God freely offered allows us the freedom to sit and rest for a moment. I think this is what is so amazing about freedom. It opens the door of possibility if we allow it to. In our country, we are free from many things, but we are also free to do many things. We are free to live according to our own conscience and beliefs. We are free to say what we think. We are free to offer some of what we have for the common good. There's much to be thankful for, no matter politics or region or belief. But the world cannot offer what God can. No party or nationality or civic group or anything offers us what God does. Yes, we are free, but here we are perfectly free. It is a freedom that requires active choice, the righteous or the sinful. And when we choose wrongly, because we will, There's an escape hatch now. Christ on the cross. Grace. Because we are free to be who we are imperfect, messy, complicated, burdened. We don't have to fear a future of dead weight anymore. We need not always expect the worst of ourselves. We can and should expect the best of ourselves as individuals, but more importantly, as a community. Perfect freedom in God does not mean that one person lives without consideration to anything or anyone else. It means that by participating in the death of Christ, we are bound to one another, and that boundedness is actually, paradoxically, what true freedom means. So how do we live? What's the takeaway for us? I think sometimes our world and society convinces us that competition and scarcity are the only way things can be. We value toughness, grit, a sense of I did it, so you should do it too. Softness, kindness mercy, surrender, and rest can be seen sometimes, and I think especially in the city, as weaknesses or naivete. But maybe we can reclaim this dichotomy because that dichotomy is imperfect according to the gospel because we're allowed to be kind. We're allowed to offer a couple dollars to the man on the street. We are allowed to be good listeners. We are allowed to love fully. We are allowed to offer a cup of cool water to someone. And we are free to take a drink of cool water when we need. We are free to do those things. And what will our reward be? Eternal life, the most perfect freedom of all. What a powerful witness to liberty that we have in God and Christ. Thinking of all these things as freedoms instead of decisions, thats a small and mental, emotional shift, but it is a powerful one. Only you can decide how to fully live into God's freedom this week. But whether or not you need to be freed or you are called to free someone else, you belong here. We live in the land of the free, and we believe in the creation of God. And so we also believe that all of us are perfectly free and perfectly loved. That is the cup of cool water. That is the good news. In the name of God.